0: Ozuna's out, Carpenter's out, and uh, what else could go wrong? It's Locked On Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so I'm not real sure exactly uh, how to explain this to you, but uh, as I pod the music all the way down, you are going to hear an echo in this room. Because I am broadcasting from the brand new location of the Bird's Nest Dugout Studios. That's what I'm calling this. It's it's basically the uh, upstairs bonus room in my, in my wife's new house. Now, the reason you hear the echo is because I haven't finished building it yet, but it's going to take me like two weeks. So if you can put up with this with me, I'll do my best to try to, uh, after the fact, uh, try to process some of that out, but... A little bit of a a bigger uh, noise issue than I was anticipating, so I'll definitely be going to Sam Ash to uh, get get some more sound treatment. It's good to be back, though. Uh, Again, welcome to the new location, and uh, yeah, this uh, episode brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Just don't do it. It's no good to do it that way. Instead, book your own with Hotels.com, and get rewarded basically everywhere. It really is that easy. Uh, Hotels.com. Get rewarded. Oh, yeah. Well, the Cardinals are definitely not in the position I think they wish they were in. Let's go with the three big things. Number one. All right, so Ozuna and Karp have uh, landed on the I.L. I believe I saw the carpenter was there with a uh, back strain. Ozuna's got some fractured fingers. Couldn't come at a worse time when the offense has just been Stagnant would be would be putting it mildly. Their offense is akin to that murky water that you go into and get a flesh-eating bacteria. Number two. And the all-star rosters have been released, and guess what? The Cardinals didn't have anybody voted in. We didn't have anybody as a finalist. Uh, young got in on the uh, commissioner's uh, ballot or whatever they call that, the commissioner selection. And, uh, well, let's be honest, there's not really any Cardinals, including Molina, that deserve to be an all-star this year. Number three. With the exception of young, who does actually deserve to be an all-star, that leads us to number three. Uh, so there's only two teams that didn't get anybody voted in. One was the Cardinals, the other was the Marlins. Are we panicking yet? This Cardinals team is uh, definitely not where I would uh, like to see them to be. And, yeah, they're only two, three games out of first place perpetually, which is crazy to me. And like I pointed out, it's not because the Cardinals are particularly good. It has more to do with the fact that the Cardinals – uh just aren't getting worse, which is hard to believe since they were dead last, like 30th out of 30 teams in, uh, I believe, the bulk of, uh, of all the offensive categories for the month of June. Historically, Ban May gets uh, replaced with a historically mediocre June, one of the worst offenses the Cardinals have uh, put up in some time. So the question is, what do the Cardinals do? How do they go about repairing this? How do they go about fixing it? Well, the trade deadline coming up here in a few short weeks, are the Cardinals going to make any moves? Marcus Stroman is a name I've seen linked to them. Basically, every closer out there has been linked to the Cardinals, Madison Bumgarner. Uh, but here's the deal. That's, the Cardinals probably aren't going to make any big major moves. And if you think they are, you need to take a step back and take a look at Moe's... Uh, M.O., as it were. Uh, He likes getting bargain basement relievers. And he he goes out and makes a big splash. But, I mean, I think his track record on this stuff keeps him from doing it more. You take a look at his signing of Greg Holland last year. Kind of a bust. He stayed away from Kimbrell. when Kimbrell was probably the one he should have signed. I think we all celebrated the fact he went out and got Paul Goldschmidt and then signed him to an extension to keep him in St. Louis long term. So far, Goldschmidt has been a bust, yet he's getting a little bit of slack from me simply because it's uh, it's still early. Busch Stadium a little bit uh, more difficult to hit in than Arizona and the, the Humidor. Uh, but I, I do think Goldie's going to turn it around. The top of the lineup really needs some work. With Carpenter being out, I believe it's going to be time for uh, uh, some some new faces at the top of the lineup. Because Karp's not going to get it done there anymore either. On top of that, with Ozuna out, I think you're going to see Tyler O'Neal up there a little bit more. And maybe all I need is more playing time. I was listening to Bernie Nicholas the other day, and he was talking about just that thing. Why are the Cardinals not going to be starting Tyler O'Neill in left field going forward until Ozuna gets back? Because let's face it, Ozuna's probably not coming back for 2020. And on top of that you got to find something in there that is going to help stabilize this lineup because the, the lack of offense is staggering in our second segment. We're actually going to take a look at why the Cardinal brand has diminished, why it's no longer this, uh, this amazingly relevant brand that it once was because it's not. And you can argue with me till you're blue in the face. But the only people that still think it is is people like you, people like me, people who are the super fans, the casual fans don't care. ESPN has dropped them from a lot of the slate. A lot of times, the only time you're going to see the Cardinals on some of these major networks is when they're playing somebody like the Cubs uh, or other other, quote-unquote relevant teams. We'll get more into that in our second segment, though. Right now, we're still trying to assess the Cardinals' needs ahead of the trade deadline. I don't know that Trevor Bauer is going to be on the block. Lots of people. And we talked about, I believe we talked about this the last episode. A lot of people want Max Scherzer will not be uh, against that except for the big giant contract. However, Bauer represents a little bit better uh, choice. Uh, on top of that, I think with a out and the offense struggling, looking at a bat would likely be a smart idea. Now, as far as what bats are out there and and how people can go about getting them is a different story. However, it is something Mo should probably look at. As far as Mike Schilt goes, in his needs as we approach the trade deadline, he needs to toughen up. When we hired Mike Schilt, well, not we, I wasn't a part of that process at all. But whenever the Cardinals hired Mike Schilt, I assumed... Like many would, that he would be a little bit more different than Matheny, that maybe he'd be a little bit more hard nosed with the players. Uh, but for the most part, up until his little rant about not getting enough credit, he's been very Matheny esque, and uh, it, it it's pretty, uh, and it's not awe inspiring. I'll put it like that. The ultimately, the, this team as we've been talking about, it feels like all season, is just mired in mediocrity. They're not bad, but they're not good. You know, you, you, they had this easy schedule. Hey, let's go visit the Padres, the A's, the Angels. Yeah, they took two out of three from the Angels, but look what happened with the Padres. Look what happened with Oakland. Now you got the Mariners. You got the Giants after that. The most frustrating part about this team is as bad as the Cubs and the Brewers have been. I've seen this stat floated out there. I'm sure you've heard it too. If The Cardinals had just played 500 ball from May till now. They'd be in first place. Yeah. So what's this team going to do? I know what I'd like to see them do. And I know what they're not going to do. And what they're not going to do is what I'd like to see them do. And that's revamp the entire front office. And, I'll, the the Walt Jockety years didn't leave a bad taste in people's mouths because it was a depleted farm system and a lot of high priced free agents. I don't want to go back to that. I want to go to I want to move forward to an era where there's a healthy mix of that and what Mo does, which is stingily hang on to his money, well the owner's money and the prospects. Because the pitching depth, depth isn't there. The outfield depth isn't there. You've got to do something to bolster this roster, or you're going to end up in, well, fourth place isn't out of the question, guys. It's not out of the question. All right. Uh, this is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can catch us on uh, Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, the new Himalaya Podcast app. Yeah. So we'll be right back. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And, uh, okay, so listen up. What has happened to the Cardinals brand? What's been going on with why free agents don't want to come here? Why isn't this team as relevant as it once was? The star power is lacking. You take a look at the All-Star ballot, which, again, the voting this year was all kinds of screwed up, but it is what it is. Not a single Cardinal made the All-Star selection. Not Goldschmidt, who was an All-Star with the Diamondbacks six years running. Not Molina, this uh, the perennial All-Star from the Cardinals. It feels like, even though he's not made it in every year. The Cardinals haven't had someone voted to the All-Star team since 2015, when Johnny Peralta did it. Before that, you look at 2011: Molina, Holiday, Berkman, Pujols. Yeah. Before that, Roland, Edmonds, Pujols, all kinds of all-stars. And you take a look at that 2000s team, and I know it's easy to look back with the nostalgia. And I know it's easy to look back and try to see exactly what it is that this team's missing. And it's star power. It really is. It's star power all the time. Because, you know, you had Pujols, and I know he's not what he once was, but, hey, who is when you get to be that age, right? You had Edmonds, Rollins, Carpenter, Wainwright, Molina. You know, a host of journeymen that came through. You had Matt Holiday, Mark Gruselonik. I know he's not an all-star all the time, but these were recognizable names. This team now, outside of Goldschmidt, Molina, maybe Wainwright. The young starting to make a name for himself. The question is... How is, how, is, how is this team making itself relevant? The Cardinals brand's taking a hit for sure. The inability to get free agents, the inability to uh, acquire players via trade because you're not willing to give up what you need to give up, it's all very frustrating. And it's all not quite right. That's why I think a change in leadership at the top is uh, something that is going to be sorely needed. Sorely needed. And you know, Mo's done a lot of great things for this team. Now, Mike Gersh, I don't even know if Mike Gersh actually does anything much outside of scouting, because let's face it, it's still Mo. I love Mike Schild, but he's a front office manager. He's not up there questioning Mo. He's not up there saying we need this, we need that. He's yes, sir, no, sir. Okay, you jump how high? They need another Tony Larusa not another Mike Matheny. This has been Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'll see you tomorrow. You drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.